On today's JMO with Josh and Joe, we have the Open. The Open. Congrats to Brian Harmon. We break down the uh, the the. It, it was a nice. It was a nice tournament for for the average American. The Absolutely. average golfer. I'm sorry, not the average American. It was a nice tournament for the average golfer. Average we, golfer. Yes, we tell you why. Um, then we move on to our OT Dish segment on this date in sports history. We brought that back. Uh, then we move into some NFL talk. We got some great NFL talk. The, the the Saints are going to the Super Bowl. Just a little sneak preview there. Talk about a little bit. Uh, we had some contracts that uh, got signed. Some surprising ones. Uh, quite a bit. Quite a few surprising ones. We had a couple of injuries, and the Commanders sell the team. Then we then we go into the NBA. Talk a little bit of NBA. There's not very much going on right now. Um, Jalen Brown contract we break down and prayers up for Bronny James. Uh, then we do our draft of the top board games, our, our top five each favorite board games. Then we end off with some college football. Woo. College fucking football, man. It can't get here soon enough. We tell you why, and we show you why everybody is so fucking bored. So. All right. Let's rock and roll. Welcome to Jim with Josh and Joe. It is Tuesday, July 25th, and Joe, congrats to all the short golfers out there. Shawty. Shawty for sure, because Brian Harmon has just won the Open, and that man is coming in at 5 foot 7 inches, 155 pounds, soaking wet. <laughs> Five seven. Yes, that man is a little boy. He is a little dude. Um, also a lefty. Also a lefty. Yeah, big, big, big W for short lefties this weekend. Yeah. I mean, he did. He and he dominated. He dominated the open. It wasn't even close. Like his 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 um his round on Friday just basically solidified it. It was he was up by five. Um, he literally just all. It was nice because he he just had to play for par, which is good on that course considering the weather. Most of the people had to try and get birdies. When you try and get birdies, that's when you do dumb shit, especially in that weather. He just had to play for pars, and it it proved it proved well for him because he didn't have to take any big risks, and he was putting out of his mind. Yep, I no. think he he set the course record for for fewest putts. Um, over a four-day span, I think it was. He he had like 136 putts. It was something ridiculous. Yeah, it's it's quite an American thing to do over in um in the UK. Yeah. I mean, we just ever since the American Revolution, it's been continuous victories. Oh, Conti- yeah, I, continuous W's. The, and England was so pissed off. It was great. I love when England gets angry. I love when Ang- England gets angry about anything. But yeah, especially when America just goes over and beats them on their soil. You know, we it, it, we had we had to beat them on our soil. So it's nice when we just go over there and give them a taste of their own medicine. But actually, you know, do what they couldn't do. Mm-hmm. Um, it was nice because watching Brian Harmon, I was I, I watched just about the whole thing. Like not the whole thing, but like I watched. A little bit Thursday, a little bit Friday, a little bit Saturday, a little bit Sunday. It was kind of tough because it started at like 5 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. But I did watch a little bit of all four days. I got to watch Brian Harmon on the last two days. Um, It makes it, 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 it makes me feel better because looking at him at 5'7", and I'm just like, he, he kind of he plays old man golf. He doesn't have anything else to do. So he kind of plays old man golf, 
And he is the one that makes me think that I could actually be a professional golfer. Like I can, okay. I can visualize it at, at least. Not like I, I don't think I actually can, but I can kind of visualize myself because I mean he's so small. Yeah, that's true. And but there's golfers around there or that come around that you know provide that inspiration that hope for you that you like yeah that you could be a professional golfer who was the uh i'm trying to remember we just recently were talking about him big deal um was the was a club uh country club trainer who placed who placed in the uh pga championship something um, fox oh yeah 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 he was he was, he actually did really well in the pga championship yeah brooks kemp could beat him i don't remember what his name was but yeah well I know, I know yeah he, he finished off like 15th but um but yeah, but no, that you, I think you might have been thinking about like the amateur, like when an amateur comes up, or you know, some guy who's a country club trainer, you know, that's those are the guys that you look up and you're like, you know what, I can do that. I could probably do it. Yeah. yeah. Hey, they had an amateur that was leading after the uh, after Thursday in the 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 open. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was. Uh, I mean, he he fell off big time on Friday, but yeah, he 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 shot a what a sixty five the first day. Not too shabby, not too shabby. Um, Coming out hot. Another thing that makes me think that I could play like these guys is uh, the pot bunkers. we got to okay. talk about the pot bunkers. Okay. Those are my favorite things in professional golf because when they get, when you get, when they get stuck in a pot bunker, that's when they start to look like you and I trying to get out of a bunker. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. It's like, ha I've been there, done that. You know, I hit it three fucking times and it's still in the sand. And you just want to, like, rip somebody's fucking head off yep. or throw the golf club. You know what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. just, it's fun. It's fun. We're having fun, you know? But but frustrating. Frustrating all at, the, all at once. Yeah. So I, I like the pot bunkers. They're, I can, I would never, I would never play a course with pot, pot bunkers. Like... If Probably get, not. If I get stuck in that, I'm just taking my ball and throwing it. Yeah. I'm just grabbing it. And I'll, I'll count 10 strokes. I don't care because it's probably going to take me 10 strokes to get out of it. I'll just, you know, we'll, we'll, I'll look at my, you know, my buddies and I'll be like, this is a gimme. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is a gimme. <laughs> I'm, I'm just, I'm going to pick this up and, and uh, we'll, we'll shotgun a beer, you know. Yeah. And it's not like give me this because, you know, I, you know, it's close enough. It's like give me this because you feel bad. Right, you're gonna you're gonna exceed because like when, when we play, you know, we we have a max amount of strokes. Usually it's double. Usually it's probably double what par is on the hole. So mm-hmm. like if you're at a par five, you know, you get ten shots. That's it. You cap it off. Yeah. Par four, go, uh, a snowman, cap it off. Par threes, I don't know. It's a little different, but you know, six, cap it off. Um, but yeah. So, pop bunkers are fun. Uh, the, you know, it was kind of a boring open, if I'm being honest. That's the only problem with somebody jumping out to that big of a lead is it just kind of sucks. There's no drama. Like, John Rahm played pretty well on Saturday. He tried to make a little bit of a run. Tommy Fleetwood played all right. Like, they had some guys that were trying to, Straka played a little, played decent. They had some guys that were trying to make a, like, trying to make a competitive, but just nobody was, no, nobody could. I mean, the, the weather was pretty pretty bad on Sunday. It was, yeah. It was tough. And, like, I think if you're playing bad in bad weather, old man golf is your best friend. Yeah. And, and you don't have to be aggressive. You don't have to, like, try and make shit happen that shouldn't be made happen. It's just, it, it's, it was nice to be Brian Harmon on Sunday. Yeah. And it's almost like they were lacking a little star power, you know, out of the lineup in a way. Yeah, like the I mean, like Rory was uh, he was hovering around minus 3 the whole weekend. Um I think he ended up above that, but like it, yeah, it, it just did kind of 
I don't know. Fleetwood was up there. It's it almost seemed like like you know half of the star power golfers were like at another tournament or something. Yeah, or like another league. <laughs> live, <laughs> live. Um, speaking of live, Brooks kind of looked rough. He looked like he 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 was still <laughs> partying from his PGA Championship. He most likely is. Yeah, he might be. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but yeah, so congrats to Brian Harmon. Congrats to America. Yeah. This is for us. This is for us. And the short kings out there. Good for y'all. Y'all uh <laughs> y'all y'all can play golf. You just gotta figure it out. Figure out how to putt. I think that's the main thing. Just putt. Just putt well. You got anything else on golf? Uh that's about it. Alrighty, let's get back to our sex or um our segment O T Dish on this date in sports history. Um I'll go first. I'll start. In nineteen forty on this day in 1940, American John Sigmund begins swimming for 89 hours and 46 minutes. He swam from St. Louis, Missouri to Caruthersville, Missouri in the Mississippi River. Total of 292 miles. The longest solo swim of all time. Wow. That is insane. Yeah. He swam for 89 hours and 46 minutes. And I was looking, man. This thing is like this. Uh, I, I looked up St. Louis to Caruthersville, Missouri. This thing is like half the. It's like half the size of Al- the state of Alabama. Like if you you cut Alabama in half, that's how long he swam. That's how long he swam. Yeah, people. So there's some people that won't even make that drive because they they get too tired in a fucking car. Yeah. This dude swam that lane. Well, we both have swimming backgrounds, so like if you think about it, I mean. We wouldn't even do that in like two weeks. Yeah. In practice. No, no. We would. That would. And that was. That's doing like nine. Like, yeah. Shit. That you would, think about it. Not even close. Yeah. Fuck. That's insane. And it it, it kind of caught my eye because I was I, I I'm I've been debating on swimming across Lake Pontchartrain and I finally made my decision that I will do it. Okay. And I'm gonna do it before I turn forty years old. I'm thirty three right now, so I'm going to swim across Lake Pontchartrain. Um, a real modern day Forrest Gump, huh? Yeah, well, for, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Aquatic version of Forrest Aquatic Gump. Aquatic Forrest Gump. Um, like I'm just gonna swim. I just start swimming. I just start swimming. Um, <laughs> but uh, the Lake Pontchartrain, that's only that's compared to this, it's only 25 miles. Now, only 25. That's a long way to swim. So, um, yeah, I just uh, it's actually kind of gave me hope. Like this, if this guy could swim 292 miles. I can swim 25. Okay. Like, it'll be fine. I might get eaten by a bull shark, but it's okay. Uh, I but don't yeah. think they're in the lake. But. Yeah, they're, they're, <laughs> bull sharks are they're in Lake Pontchartrain, but they just stay at the bottom. They, they they like to hover down at the bottom, but, you know. Okay. Yeah. No, it, that's a real thing. Um, but anyways, yeah. So, 292 miles American, longest solo swim of all time. What you got? All right. In 1902... American champion James J. Jeffries repeats the dose with an eighth uh, eighth round KO in San Francisco for the heavyweight crown. James J. Jeffries. J. 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 Yeah. J. 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 Yeah. I love how they did. What, what was that word? Dose. They used dose. Yeah. Repeats the dose. Oh, which I, yeah, I guess dude. if yeah. you're if you're in like some any type of fighting league. That's how you're supposed to talk about a knockout. Well, it's got to be a dose of adrenaline, right? 
No, I think it's a dose of these hands, bro. Okay. A dose of these hands. <laughs> a dose of the hands. Yeah. You get another dose of my fist in your face. Yeah. It's really powerful. It's potent. It'll knock you out. Also, if you take a look at James J. Jeffries, he looks exactly how the name sounds. Like, I mean, you take a look at a picture, and I, you know what? It's kind of like you see that with typical athletes around 1902 because, you know, Obviously, they didn't really dedicate their full time to like being an athlete like we do nowadays. No, they 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 ate a lot of food and drank a shit ton of alcohol. Yeah, just like a total modern man, he looks like he would be my bank teller. You know, <laughs> if I if I went to the bank in 1902, like a rounded face with some glasses. Yes, exactly. Yeah, maybe like the comb over hair look, wearing a suit, something like that. James J. What's his name? James J. Jeffries. Jeffries. Nobody's scared of a Jeffrey. All right, in 1999, in honor of the Tour de France coming up, in 1999, the 86th Tour de France, Lance Armstrong wins the first of his seven consecutive Tour de France titles, but is later disqualified for drug cheating. They called it drug cheating. Drug cheating. The In the picture on, on the website, it's, it's just a picture of Lance Armstrong, and it says underneath, cyclist and drug cheat. Drug cheat. Drug cheat. Wow. I guess he cheated on his drug test. Yep. That's what that that's all I got. That's all I got from that. He just I, I, I studied for my drug test. I, I I think I've passed every single one of them. You passed your drug test? Mm-hmm. Wow. He cheated. He yeah, cheated, he cheated, but he got caught cheating. Yep. Mm-hmm. Got all of the all seven of those taken away. Jeez. Unbelievable. Just Unbelievable. study kids. Just study. Study. You'll 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 pass your drug test, I promise. What you got? All right, this one's a little bit of a shout-out, kind of keen, uh, continuing the theme of the lefties. So in 1941, uh, 41-year-old Lefty Grove nice. wins his 300th and final MLB career game as the Boston Red Sox defeat the Cleveland Indians 10-6. Nice. Lefty Grove. Lefty Grove. That's such a cool fucking name. Yeah. I, see, I, would, I figured that would be a good hitter's name, though. Lefty Grove. Instead of a pitcher? Yeah. I guess Lefty Grove would work for a pitcher, too. But I, I just picture it as, like, a fucking left-handed slugger. Just roping shit in, le- in right field. I would I would agree. But, I mean, it's 1941, so I'm sure he probably did both. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder how baseball was during that time. Because that was right, right smack dab in the middle of World War II. You know? Like, <laughs> you got a giant war going on and you're still playing, uh, playing baseball. I'm still playing baseball. Yeah, I, I I wonder what happened because like I feel like the league would have been really depleted then. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, that's probably why he was a 41 year old being able to play. That's, you know, I guess everybody that's else true. was getting drafted for the other draft. The other draft, yeah. They, he's playing a bu- against a bunch of fucking college kids, probably. Well, no, the college kids are probably in in the war. Yeah, I mean, high they were drafting drafting that's, him out of eight. Uh, that's at, true. At 18, he was playing against high schoolers. Either high schoolers or he was playing against like old men, like grown himself. ass dudes, like grandpas. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Well, it's a little less impressive, but you know, it's still three hundred, three hundred. That's 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 pretty good. Most of his career was not was not during that time. No, it was not. Um. Anyways, it was it was during the Great Depression. So I don't know how they worked that out, but weird time, weird times, man. Play ball, play ball. Um. You got anything else on OT Dish? That's about it. All right, let's get to the NFL. Joe, I'm going to say this. I 
I think the Saints are going to the to the Super Bowl. Nope. At, at least the NFC Championship game. Wow, we haven't even started preseason. Dude. And we've already <laughs> we're already at this point. I'm just I'm so fucking excited right now. I think I, I might jump out of my pants. We signed Jimmy fucking Graham back, baby. Yep. I don't care how old that motherfucker is. He better dunk on that goddamn goalpost the first touchdown he gets. Yeah. We know how to use him. I, I I know Dennis Allen wasn't here when we had Jimmy Graham, but I'm sure he could call Sean Payton up and just say, hey, let me know how to use him. Well, I mean, Pete Cartmichael is the offensive coordinator, and he was here he during, was. during Jimmy Graham's he uh, was. tenure. So that he could ask Pete Carmichael. Yeah. That would be good. That would be good. Um, yeah, I think uh, Jimmy Graham left like at the year before Dennis Allen got here. Like, I think he was gone. His last year was 2014 in New Orleans, and Dennis Allen was hired on in 2015, if I remember correctly. That sounds about right. Sounds about right. Anyways, I'm pumped. Fucking the Saints got Jimmy Graham, Mm -hmm. Tri Turner, the offensive lineman from LSU, coming back home from the Commanders. Yep, Nola Native. Yeah, Nola Native. And, and, and it's looking like Michael Thomas is going to be a full participant. Is that sure? Are we yes. sure about this? Yes. I, those are the reports I've I've seen. I've seen reports, and I've seen reports in the past. I don't know. He's just broken my heart way too I many know. times. If you're a Saints fan and you're skeptical, I completely understand. But I, I think we just have too much going for us right now, uh, and I'm going to stay positive. I'm going to stay positive. I'm going to move forward. We have an easy-ass schedule. We have a really good team. I think Derek Carr just needed a change of scenery, and he's going to – He's going to have a breakout season. I think he's going to have a breakout season. And it's going to be in large part due to the fact that you can just throw the ball anywhere to Michael Thomas and he'll catch it. Well, anybody knows that gold's better than silver. So he's making an upgrade here. Yes, yes, yes. He's making an upgrade. Mm-hmm. Um, he was actually just trying on. They had picture day um, around the league. And so he had his uniform on. Looks very nice. He very nice in that uh, black and gold. He, he look, Actually, it, it's, it's perfect because he is kind of emo. To begin with, yeah, he and the black just suits him perfectly. He doesn't have his Lego hair anymore, which is nice. Yes, he got got rid of the Lego hair. Although I feel like if he kept if he if he like grew the Lego hair out, but like did an Elvis thing, that would work. Okay, an Elvis thing, yeah, well, that, that would that would definitely work in 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 New Orleans. Yeah, because he's got the eyeliner and then yeah, yeah, oh yeah, he just it, I think that would be cool. He could he could try that. But yeah, easy ass schedule, weak ass division. Really good team. Players coming back. Pieces all fitting together. I'm liking it. I'm liking it. I got We got to see how long Alvin Kamara is going to be out, but we got Jamal Williams. The hype train is rolling. It's rolling. And Well, I, I don't know how much it's rolling, but in my head, it's 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 going. It's full steam right now, baby. Mm-hmm. We like. I'm. I, I really am. I'm looking through the schedule, and I'm just seeing all these W's. We could have 14 wins. We could have 14 wins. We could 14 have a fucking first, wins. first round bye. Get to the NFC Championship. Whatever happens after that happens. I mean, like, it's anyone's game. I don't know. I'm, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. I'm getting pumped up. I knew I would do this. I do this every fucking year. Yeah, I was just trying to see when and how early it was going to start. And it's it's now. Mm-hmm. It's it's before the preseason. I don't know. I started. I, it started, like, kindling the fire whenever we got Derek Carr. Yeah. Started kindling it. Now it's, it's fucking going. It's fucking going. Um... Yeah, so I'm pumped about that. We got uh, other NFL news. Saquon Barkley, the uh, 
Well, let, let, let's start with the running back committee we have now. We have uh, a new committee of running backs via, yes. via Zoom. Yeah. So, yeah, we have the NFL PA, which is the NFL Players Association, and now we have the uh, NFL RBA. RBA. So, running, running back association. association. Yeah, so we have the NFL RBA. And from what I gather, they just basically kind of call and Zoom just to, to bitch about how not getting paid sucks. Not getting paid sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, also rumored that maybe they are going to do an in-house holdout or a hold-in where hold they in. actually are – they sign their contracts and uh, but just don't play and exaggerate injuries or fabricate them. That's, that's, that's spicy. Yeah. That's a spicy take. It is a spicy take. I don't know how true it is. I don't have any sources on it or not. Um, it did look like it was kind of a meme. Sort of, mm-hmm. so you know, it's take it take it for the internet as the source. Yeah, I uh, that's 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 a bold move. Yeah, from what I gathered, it was just pretty much everybody saying that this sucks, like that that just being a running back in the NFL sucks. There's and there really isn't anything they can do. Like it's just the game's moving away from the running back position as a whole. Mm-hmm. The, uh, like we said last week, the the the, the, the only the, at least the solution right now. Just learn. You got to be multidimensional. You have to be able to catch. You have to be able to do multiple things. You have to be honestly. If you can get a running back that can line up in the slot every now and then too, they'll be lethal. I was about to say that. I think that's going to be the change. Is what you're going to have these hybrid guys that are going to be that that can also run routes. Because yeah, it's one thing to have good hands, but a lot of times, like we talk, we're talking about that as far as swing passes and like dump off, um, you know, mm-hmm. checkdowns type of passes which really doesn't take much yeah you you don't have any route running you know uh experience or skill right when it comes to that those type of routes but you know if you, you like you said you you get you start training in the slot trying to run those routes and be able to break away from actual cornerbacks you know that's probably where you're going to generate a lot of value and be able to um you know run it up the middle yep um it's it's, it's kind of like th- the NBA, people, everybody's now everybody's starting to just shoot from the outside. Like this is the new NBA. the The big men are shooting from the outside. You got to be able to to kind of like evolve with the sport. So mm-hmm. like these running backs, like you said, learn how to route run, learn yep. how to catch. You got to have good hands. the The Alvin Kamara's and the Christian McCaffrey's of the world. Those are the those are the the running backs that are going to get paid. Yeah, there and. The only other thing I can think of for these poor running backs, they got to lobby for uh, rule changes. Rule changes that will go in their favor. I'm not sure what because right now it's kind of tough for the defense because they can the running back can lower their head, but if the defense hits it, then they get the defense gets penalized. Um, <clears throat> yeah, they, they just got to lobby for some rule changes. That's the only other option I think they have right now. Cause, yeah, well – and also other rule it kind of go on that point um other rule changes that they can do is in lobby for is the the actual uh rookie you know contract yeah because yeah. if especially f- you know for other players that last a lot longer in the league you know four or five years isn't that much but if you're cutting half of your time in the league or more than half of your time by that rookie contract you don't you're not going to be eligible to get yourself a big contract because they're not going to pay you because yep. you ain't got too much more years on you on you left so i saw this it was it's a very good quote um i don't know who said it but it goes when an, when a running back is due for a big contract, they are past their prime. 
Yeah. So like when it like with we got we got all these running back Josh Jacobs, Saquon Barkley, you know, we got Jonathan Taylor coming up. We got uh just these these big Austin Eckler, we got these big running backs. When they they're looking for a big contract, they're not gonna fucking get it. Mm-hmm. They're not that they're 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 either past their prime or they got maybe one or two good two more good years left in them. Or you know we can contribute it to the uh, the four horsemen. Yes, for screw um, you know screwing up the RB market. Mm-hmm. Uh, Melvin Gordon, Todd Gurley, Ezekiel Elliott, and Le'Veon Bell. Yep. Le- oh, I forgot about Le'Veon Bell. Yep. yep. That was a. Yeah, they did kind of screw it up. They screwed up the market. It, well, and it wasn't really them. So I, I don't want to blame them. It's more the organization. The organization paid them, and like they obviously, if you're Zeke, you know, Le'Veon, Melvin Gordon, or, or Todd Gurley, you're gonna you're gonna try and get a big contract. Obviously, you don't the, like why why else what what else are you gonna do? Um, I know you want to play football and all, but you also want to get your money. So I don't blame him there. Um, I'm more of a guy that just wants – I want you all to play football, but I'm a fan, so that's going to be my perspective. But, yeah, they did kind of screw it up. And now the the organizations are starting to see a trend, a pattern of let's give these guys a four-year rookie contract and then, boom, let, on to the next. Yep. So it does suck. It does suck. But anyways, what we were getting at is Saquon Barkley signed a one-year $11 million contract. Uh, one million dollar in incentives, two million, um, si- two million dollar signing bonus. This was a W for the Giants. Oh well, definitely. It's it's a huge W for the Giants. They saved their franchise tag, so they can still franchise tag Saquon twice. Um, they, it 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 gives them a a year to look at Saquon and see what he see what he can do. Even though I highly doubt they're going to try and re-sign him, I think they'll franchise tag him next year. There's really no reason to sign him to a long-term deal. He's injury. He's got injuries. He's inju- Yeah, he's got a history of injuries. Um, you know, it's not gonna. It's not like he's gonna get any younger. Um, yeah, it's kind of more of one of those deals of like, you know, get him at training camp. Get him at training camp. Yeah, because I mean, he is as far as all the running backs go. I would say he's probably the most impactful one for his team. Yes, I agree. Um, I mean, you you take away the Giants and uh, Saquon, you, I I think that's a completely different team. I agree. I the only other people I can think of maybe is Austin Eckler, but shit, Justin he, Herbert still has weapons to throw to, and yeah. the only other one this year, at least this year, is Josh Jacobs. Um, I know they have Devonte Adams, but I think they're gonna lean heavily on Josh Jacobs as well. Um, but yeah, like other than that, I don't really like the. Christian McCaffrey, I mean the Giants, you know, the Shanahan does Shanahan things at, at the at the 49ers. Yeah. So yeah. like but he's he's one of those those new hybrids that he does multiple things on on the offense. Correct. Correct. So correct. like it's just it's like those those guys and those values are going to st- probably stay a little bit more of the same. Mm-hmm. Um Speaking but. of speaking of the uh Chargers, um this just happened today. The uh you saw this um Justin Herbert contract Justin, Justin Herbert got his money holy shit five-year extension worth 262.5 million dollars that's they, I mean they're they're betting on Justin Herbert which is which is fine if you're the if you're the the Chargers I don't blame you yeah you're putting it all on Justin Herbert he's shown that he can he can be a great quarterback and he he has the potential to, to get even better it's going to suck having to play Patrick Mahomes twice every year. That's going to suck. 
but it's going to make for good football for us at least. Yeah, I mean, it's it's hard to get good genera- generational talent at quarterback, and when you do, you got to hold on to it. So, I mean, it's the right move. Um, Jalen Hurts Jalen Hurt started the market. Lamar topped him, and then now Herbert's topped him. So, Burrow's got to be licking his chops. Yeah, yep, yeah, yeah. Cincinnati is uh... – I don't know why Cincinnati waited. I mean, I guess that might have been a Joe Burrow thing, but um, it's almost like you want to be the first one. You know what I'm saying? If you're a franchise, you want to be the first one to pay your your players. Yeah, but the front office doesn't hold all the power into that. I mean, the agent, the agent's probably. Oh yeah, oh yeah. That's what I'm saying. Joe Burrow probably held out himself. That's that. that, I mean, which is a good call. So, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm pumped to see what Joe Burrow gets. Then Cincinnati would be stupid not to sign him. So exactly. Um, the Raiders, the Raiders did not sign Jacobs yet. That we're still waiting on that. They did sign uh the veteran Marcus Peters for a one year deal. I maybe I think Marcus Peters was looking for a bag, and the Raiders were looking for a veteran to help with the young secondary. Yeah, but also when it comes to like the Belichick tree, I always like to make the comparisons on how they try to be like Belichick. Mm-hmm. And this one's definitely like, uh, reminds me of a Stefan Gilmore, you know, an aging quarter cornerback, but really, it was still a good one. Oh yeah. Marcus Peters is still really good. Yeah. But, uh, you know, getting a veteran on the cornerback is, uh, this is a Stefan Gilmore. Yeah. I gotcha. Okay. So, All right. Yeah. The Belichick coaching tree. Um, one thing I saw, this is terrible. Uh, but Naheem Hines, <laughs> Is out for the season. He uh, he was injured on a jet ski. Injured on a jet ski. Yeah. Which begs us to wonder, is it exaggerated? Is it fabricated? A jet ski? Yeah, that's... I, I don't know. That that to me is like one of the worst stories. Yeah, I would no, make I would make up something else. Make up something else? Oh, absolutely. Because an organization hears that you got hurt right before the season on a fucking jet ski... Yo, we're almost in August. They got they got preseason games coming up in in a couple weeks. The timing of it's pretty. Uh, I don't know. That's it's. Uh, what do you think happened? Ah, uh, he was in that Zoom call, uh, and then just happened to have a uh, a jet ski accident. Juicy. So he's starting <laughs> it off. I don't know. I don't. I uh, yeah. I don't want to like put false things out there, I, but I just. Well, no. That, as, that, that's the, that's part of the take game. You yeah. gotta th- you gotta throw takes out there. I mean, you just gotta see if it sticks. But I mean, if it is an injury, you know, best of luck uh, recovery. But just just a thought. Mm. We'll see. We'll see. We got James Cook backing him up, guy from Georgia. So that's pretty. I'm pretty pumped up about that. And um, now the rumors are uh, swirling about maybe a Cook reunion. Mm-hmm. Dalvin Cook going to the uh, the Bills. Ah, so that'd be oh that'd be a great one two punch. Yeah, brother, brother. Yeah, that would be awesome. It's um, like it's like uh, you know two brothers doing a podcast or something. Yeah, that'd be that, that, who heard, who's ever heard of that? Uh, it's a great combo. It is a great combo. It works. Uh, let's see. Oh, one thing, big thing I wanted to get to. Uh, Anthony Richardson and C.J. Stroud, they both uh, signed their rookie deals. When did we start giving rookies fully guaranteed money? No idea. Cause no clue. Did I, just, did I miss it last year when we, when we were doing that? Did I miss the meeting that everybody had that um, basically gave us permission to give give rookies fully guaranteed money? Like and they, This is like 34 and million and 36 million like cj Stroud got 36.2 million and anthony richardson got 34 million 
All of it guaranteed. I wonder if this is the front office sticking it to the coaches. Like, hey, we drafted with our high pick this quarterback. Make it work. And we're guaranteeing him he's going to be here for four years mm-hmm. and paying all this money. So now it's your turn. So you got to make ball, it work. The, the ball's in their court now? The ball's in the coach's court coach's now. Coach's court, yeah. Um, but now with C.J. Stroud's contract, apparently the, the money's paid up front. Straight up front, like just straight up front. That's what that's what I, I saw on Twitter. That's what that was a Ian Rappaport thing or a Adam Schefter, one of those two. Um, but that, yeah, that really does sound like a Houston move. That like is, any any Houston uh, professional sports, that's that sounds like that's something that they would do. They just throw all the money at you up front. We'll pay you in massages later. Yeah. All right. Um. So yeah. So that was just weird for me. I like the four year, thirty four million dollar contract of Richardson. Normal. That's fine. Fully guaranteed. Really? Like, what are we? What, what, are the, what are we doing here? Like, you, you, like, I guess it is. It isn't really that much money in the grand scheme of things for a quarterback. But I don't know. Especially with Anthony Richardson, the way he plays. I don't know. Weird. Um. Let's see. C.J. Gardner Johnson. This was wild. He had a non-contact injury on his knee and had to get carted off. But apparently there's nothing wrong. So he's fine. Like so like if you're a Lions fan, you you might have went into like some slight like you might have had a like a slight heart attack there, like a panic attack. But then everything's fine. It's a roller coaster of emotions. Yeah, don't say that he got carted off on a non-contact injury on his knee and then come back later on and say everything's fine. Don't do that. That because a non-contact injury means that it is bad, and then when he gets carted off, that means it's even worse. He could not go on his own power. No, exactly. So that that's no structural damage apparently. So that's good for Lions fans because he is he's awesome. I, I, I he was awesome at the Saints. He just didn't want to be in New Orleans, which is kind of a trend. It's kind of a trend. It's just people aren't saying it. I don't think well, my, New Orleans didn't want to pay him. Well, that's. I don't think he wanted to be in New Orleans either. I, he like. I don't think Michael Thomas wants to be in New Orleans. I don't think Zion Williamson wants to be in New Orleans. I think there's just like you. You got to be a certain breed to be able to be in New Orleans. Derek Carr wants to be in New Orleans. He does want to be in New Orleans. Yes. Weird though. Jimmy Graham wants to be in New Orleans. He loves New Orleans. Yeah. Yeah. He. That's where he thrives. Um. Let's see. I got a couple other things uh, in <clears throat> NFL. Aaron Rodgers looks goofy in his uniform. Why, why, why does he look like he's wearing a, a cheap cheap Jets costume that he bought at Party City? Yeah, he, he got the most scrutinized on his photo day, um, and it wasn't a good look. No, it wasn't. His, half, his, half his fucking face is popping out of his, his, his helmet. Like, I always knew that his, his, his head, he comes out of his chin strap all the time. Like, we, we, knew, we know this. Mm-hmm. We've seen it. Why are you going to make a, a, a helmet that's going to be even more, like, conducive to to just having his chin strap slip up yeah like what (laughs) i don't know it just it looks and then like the jersey itself looked kind of like he was on the practice squad you know how like the 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 punters have like the jerseys that cut the 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 arm sleeve that comes down and it's baggy and yeah it doesn't like ill-fitting that's why, why does it look like that uh, you know, he actually might be just like getting old too. I mean, it's like he he actually kind of has that look like a um, 
Like a, a Brett Favre when he was he's at the Jets. When he was at the Jets, wow, yeah. it's just it, it, history repeats itself. Yeah, yeah. So um, no, he's definitely definitely looking old. Um, he found a um, he found a dealer, um, an ayahuasca dealer in uh, in New York. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you noticed. He took uh, he he had definitely had himself a dose. Yeah, he had himself a dose before photo day. Oh, I'm sure he did. He was on another planet. Galaxies. Yeah. I'm sure those are pretty. They are pretty excruciating to go through. You know. You know how guys are with photos and yeah. such. Dude, so, I, re- I remember when we were playing sports in the, as a kid. Those photos sucked. I mean, just imagine, or just think about all the times when your girlfriend drags you into photos too. Like Ugh. when you're dating a girl or your, you know, your wife or something like that. Yeah. Oh, I know. <laughs> it's, oh, it's a terrible. little dose, you know, will get you somewhere. Yep. Yep. Um. Let's see, Trayvon Diggs gets the bag, which deservedly so. He got a five-year, $97 million extension, uh, $21.25 million signing bonus, $42.3 million of that was guaranteed. He's the fifth-highest cornerback ever paid. Good. Good. That, man's a bit, the, that man ha- has been just a nightmare for quarterbacks. He had 11 interceptions in 2021. Yeah. Like, and he's had 17, I think he's had, like, a total of – I don't remember how many interceptions he had since he's gotten the league, but it's it's one of the top. Mm-hmm. Like he's just he is just it's it's awesome. That whole family is just just talent, all raw talent. Yeah, no, they um the cornerbacks the cornerback market is definitely turning into like the defensive line market for the uh, for the defense as it should. It's the hardest position on the field. Yeah, and like as more more and more of they get those you know these elite wide receivers that are coming into the league you're gonna have to counter it with on the defense and I, I think that's the thing it's those good those good cornerbacks are gonna reap the benefits because they last in the league for quite some time they too. do they do they do and honestly i think the biggest tool that the cornerbacks have or that they should have is the jalen ramsey effect i'm talking you get inside those receivers heads oh yeah you get you you dm their girlfriend on instagram the day before the game. Yeah. Like, I'm talking really get get psychological with them. Oh, yeah. You got to have that mental toughness if you're going to be a cornerback, too. So, yeah, I, I think they, they he absolutely deserves it. Okay. The Cowboys, they have a lot of people that they're losing the next two years. Dak Prescott's contract ends in 2024. I think Demarcus Lawrence's contract ends either next year or, or 2024. Um, Diggs is, was one that ends next year. Like they, they have like eight or nine guys that are, that have like really big impactful guys that are going to be leave or at least their contract's going to be up in the next year or two. So good for the Cowboys getting this, uh, taken care of Tony Pollard. Tony Pollard's another one that, um, either next this next year or the year after his contract ends. Um, so yeah, good for them. Good for them. Um, they still won't. They still won't win a playoff game. Yeah, no, it's not gonna happen. Not nope, with, not with Dak Prescott. He's gonna th- he's gonna throw more. He's, he's gonna throw like uh, over under ten interceptions. I think it over. Over. Yeah, he's give me the over. Inter- interception machine. Um, last thing I have from the NFL is Dan Snyder gets the owner's approval to sell team. Um, it's about time, and uh, I guess good riddance if you're a Commanders fan. Uh, oh, poor Commanders fan, like poor Commander fans. Yeah, because th- this is going to be the like the fourth time in like as many years that you're going to have to buy a new jersey. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> that is true. Yeah, that it's wild, man. The, the Dan Snyder, he basically got the fuck around for a while, 
do a bunch of cocaine, watch his team, and then sell, then they make six six point zero five billion dollars, and then change the name from you know quite a few different names. Yeah, that's about all he has. And then two like Sean Taylor, they, he just ruined Sean Taylor Day twice. <laughs> it's wild. He, Unbelievable. Yeah, I want to like talk to Dan Snyder just to just I want to pick his brain and just see what's there. It's probably all cocaine, but yeah, probably. I still want to see. I want to like know how he thinks. Wild. You got anything else on the NFL? That's about it. Okay. Let's um. Let's see. Let's get to the NBA. Uh, throw up some prayers for Bronny. The he had a he collapsed on the floor during practice and had cardiac arrest. Pretty crazy. Yeah, that's that's wild. He's like 18 years old. He should not be going through cardiac arrest. Especially coming from like uh, his family being, you know, LeBron James, which is like the king of like, I don't know, just being a beast on the court. Right. Like, I mean, you've hardly ever seen like problems with LeBron. Like, I will say this. I mean, I may I may be a LeBron hater at times from from time to time, but I'm the always, man, I'm always a LeBron hater. Yeah, but at the same time, you got to respect that he does like, you know. Stay on the court a yeah, lot. Yeah. Oh, I don't worry. There's a reason. Like he has so much hate from me because of how good he is and how good he continues to be. Yeah. He's so fucking good, and he he like takes care of himself. He does all the right things. He says all the right things, and like you know, I mean, no, you you never want to see this for anybody with a kid though. That that's yeah. like uh, as much as I hate LeBron on the court. Like obviously this is this is a totally different issue. So like I really hope Bronny gets better. I'm actually I'm really looking forward to seeing him play at USC too. Um, it, I hope this isn't like a lasting thing. Apparently he's all he's stable. He's out of the ICU, so like everything's good. But you know you never want to see that happen. No. I hope maybe the, maybe he could be a big get a big bounce back from this. Mm-hmm. So, um, the other thing I have is Jalen Brown. Jesus Christ. Jalen Brown, five-year, $304 million Supermax extension. What the fuck? <laughs> Why does Boston love him so much? Why? He can't dribble. Like, what? what is, like I don't understand. He's a, he's the number two guy, but getting paid like a number one guy. Yeah, that's... Yeah, yeah, it really is. Because, I mean, you can't, agree, you can't disagree that he is a number two guy. No, J- Jason Tatum is, is by far the number one guy. They should have a stipulation in that contract. If he can sign the contract left-handed, he can have that contract. <laughs> if he can, if he can sign it left-handed, he, if he can sign it legibly left-handed, yes, then he can, <laughs> then he can have that contract. <laughs> the man, the, the man is the highest-paid player and does not have a left hand. He can't, he can't do anything left-handed. You're in the NBA, bro. You have to be able to at least dribble with your left hand. Yeah. Like, shit, there's high schoolers that do do that better than you do. Uh, I have a spicy take. Okay. I don't think Tatum and Brown like each other. Ooh. I really don't. Okay. I, th- I think Tatum hates Jalen Brown, like, low-key. And Brown hates Tatum? I don't know if Tatum if Brown hates Tatum as much as Tatum hates Brown. Because Brown wanted, seems like he wanted out at first. I, th- I, I that's what I'm saying. Like I don't think I think they got beef. They got some beef. I think, and it's definitely not the coaches because they've had like fucking six of them. And I wonder if like Marcus Smart was actually the mediator. Oh, you know? yeah. Like he he you know how like all right. So whenever you have your roommates with people, let's say you have three roommates. Yep. Normally you can keep two guys together because they put all their problems and all their anger out on one 
that one roommate. Mm -hmm. When you get rid of that one roommate that they take all their anger and problems out on, now you're just left with those two, and that's where their anger's going is at each other. Yeah. Marcus Smart was the guy that was making that work. Yeah. Well, because I I think he, Marcus Smart's more of an alpha. I think Marcus Smart's more of an alpha. I think so, too. He's just not, he's just not as talented. No, obviously he's not as talented, but like, I mean, just like Draymond, Draymond's an alpha on, you know, on his team. He's not the most talented guy, but um, he commands like the defense whenever they're on that side of the floor. But, um, but yeah, no, Marcus Smart, kind of an alpha, kept both of them in check, you know. And now that he's not there, I don't think I don't see Kristaps uh, uh, Porzingis no. doing the same. No, Kristaps Porzingis would probably make it make it worse. Probably, if I'm being honest. Yeah, they need to they need to find somebody, and then they got rid of Grant Williams because Grant Williams would have been an easy fall guy. Yep. Um, they gotta find somebody. They gotta they gotta sign somebody that's gonna be able to take all the shit like Marcus Smart did. So hot take. They're going to have beef this whole entire yeah. next year. Yeah. Boston is, yeah. Another hot take, Boston is going to suck next year. Ooh. Boston's going to suck. I think I think Marcus Smart was the glue guy. I think he was the glue guy, and now they don't have a glue guy. They're going to fall apart. Christoph Porzingis is not a glue guy. Makes sense. So we'll see how it goes. But, yeah. You got anything else on uh, the NBA? Uh, that's about it. All right. Let's, uh, do you want to do, do the, the board game draft? Or do you want to go to college football? Um, what do we got? What do we got? Uh, we can go through the board games real quick. Yeah, let's go through. The, all right, so we're gonna do a draft of the top board games. Our top board games. We're gonna do five each. Five each. Um, let's see. I got a quarter. We're gonna flip to see who goes first. What do you What do you want to call? Heads or tails? Ah, tails never fails. Tails never fails. It is heads. I'm going first. Gosh, damn it! All right. So it's going to be just a, uh, do you want to do a snake draft order, or do you want to do just back and forth? No, just back and forth. Back and forth? Okay. I'm going to pick uh, the number one, the best game of all time, the greatest game ever, Monopoly. Okay. Monopoly, it's it's the number one game of all time. Like, it, it is it is the most perfect game. Uh, like, you can't you can't argue with it. So. Yeah, it's a, it's a classic. I get it. Whatever. No, it's the best game ever. All right. Well... If we're if we're really gonna go like you know best game ever, um, I mean, or maybe an absolute classic, we're gonna be, I'm gonna go with chess. Okay, well, yeah, that is that is like the, the, I think that that might be like the best game of all. That it it's 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 close. Um, yeah, 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 that might be you 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 might have got me on that one. Um, all right, so for my next one, it's this is a a personal favorite of mine. The personal. This is going personal. I yeah, I don't know if this is gonna go really well for the audience, but I'm gonna go with Risk. Ugh, I wanted that one too. Risk. Yeah, that was one of my favorite games growing up for sure. It's still fun. It's still fucking fun. Like it's 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 frustrating as all hell, but yeah, it is. It's fun. What's yours? What's your next one? I'm I'm kind of a I'm like, I'm a mystery guy. Oh, I like fuck. I, I like good mystery. I wanted this one. I I think it's one of the better games out there. I'm gonna go Clue. Fuck, fuck. I wanted that one so bad. I was hoping I was hoping that you would kind of mm. one of the games that could seamlessly be like a board game or a movie. Yeah, yeah. That was a great. That was a great. That that still is a great game. Um, shit. Oh, that's the one I was gonna do. Um. 
I guess I with my third pick, I will go with uh Yahtzee. Yahtzee. Okay, Yahtzee is it is a good Yahtzee. one. Yahtzee. That was uh, I I loved Yahtzee. Yahtzee was like Mm. It's like it's so easy to play. All you need is five dice and that the little sheet too. Yeah, it's it, it's kind of like your, um, I guess your entry, your gateway drug into gambling. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, you gotta <laughs> roll true. a Yahtzee. Yeah. yeah, it's like you just want oh, some money. You get to, like that feeling, like oh yes, like a five fucking dice that show up the same number. Yeah, yeah. That that's probably where that was my intro to gambling. That's yep. why I'm such a fucking gambling addict. Exactly. Um, Your this, third pick. this one hits, uh, hits to home. This one hits to home quite a bit. Um, as far as like monopoly is more like the entrepreneurial type of thing. Like you, once you understand monopoly, you're like, okay, I can understand like, you know, real estate and everything. But this one, you really hits you when you become an adult and that's the game of life. Life. Yeah. Life. I had that one on there too. That's uh-huh. a, that, that is a great that is a great game it's a great game it gets so invested like you live an entire life mm-hmm. you live your entire life and then you start noticing whenever you actually grow up it's like I am actually playing a game of life yeah it is it actually is a great greatest game to prepare you for it it's great um oh what am I gonna do next what am I gonna do next I know which one I wanna pick but I don't think it'll go over well with the listeners, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with sorry. Oh, sorry. I'm gonna go with sorry. I loved sorry. I thought that was always a fun it's, one. It's a good. It's a, it's good, a good game. It's a classic one. Yeah. Too. Um, it gets thrown in there on the, on the greatest games. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with this one. It's this one's a cla- another classic. I'm gonna kind of cater to the classic side of uh the, my audience. I'm gonna go with Scrabble. Scrabble. Scrabble is fuck. I can't believe that. I I can't believe that dropped so far. Yeah, it's a classic game. It's it's definitely an older person game. I yeah. mean, you no, you really. I, I think it's a younger person game too. I think it, a lot of a lot of uh, a lot of young people play it. Um, fuck. I can't believe I I have it written down right there too. Um, let's see. Jeez, what am I gonna go with? I don't know what what direction to go here because I got a bunch left over. But I don't know where to go. Can't choose them all. I know, I know. You know, I'm going to go with Uno. Uno. I'm going to go with Uno. Fuck I was kind of wondering if that was uh, considered like a board game well, or I th- not. Well, I think but... I put it in the same category as Yahtzee, where it's not. there's no board there, but I guess you would consider it a board game. Yeah, in a way. Because there's, there's a prop. There's a plastic piece. So, what's your last one? Uh, I'm gonna get all the uh, the horny people out there. I'm gonna go Twister. Nice. <laughs> you know, you really want to get with a girl and stuff. You you play a group game of Twister. Yep, yep, yep. That's <laughs> you want to. Yeah, I mean, it's like yeah, it's it's the uh, it's the middle or middle school way of hooking up with a girl. You it's know, a, or feeling it's the up grade, on her. The grade school version of of second base. Yes, if you want to get second base with a girl, you play Twister. Play Twister. Yeah. All right, well that that's that's five and five. Um, what else did you have? Honorable mentions. Honorable mentions. Um, some hungry, hungry hippos. I had hungry, hungry hippos. Battle battleship. Yep, backgammon. Backgammon, of course. Yep. I had Axis and allies. Oh, that yeah, that is a good one. That's it's a little bit more of a complex it, uh, a risk, more, yeah. but I uh, I had remember payday. 
Payday was great. Payday was a fun one. Um, Trouble. Trouble, trouble was good. I, I honestly, I wanted to go guess who because I was kind of curious yes. if that's gotten canceled yet. <laughs> you know? Well, no, you just gotta, you gotta ha- have it more race appropriate. Well, you know what I was gonna do? I was just gonna have my person, and like I was just gonna fuck with the other person now. And like if they say like female, I'll, and if it is a female, I'm just be like, oh no, it's a transition. Uh, it's, it's a trans. trans. Yeah. It identifies oh, as true. a male. <laughs> she, him, they, her. Yeah. Oh, that that's. I, I guess that that is where it could get dicey. Yeah, you could really fuck with somebody now yeah. nowadays with that game. Oh man, that would be great. Um, let's see, I had Candyland, Stratego, Connect Four, Pictionary. Yep. Oh, uh, a little Shoots and Ladders. Shoots and Ladders. That would have been good. Operation. Operation, dude, that shit fucked me up, man. What was the other one where you put the, the, where you had a, a certain amount of time where you had to put the, uh, the shapes in the, in their hole, per, like, respective holes? It, otherwise, when the timer went up, it would just fling up and sh- throw all the pieces everywhere? Uh, I don't know. Oh. I guess I just played with that one. It was always a. It, it gave me anxiety. Um, <laughs> but then I had uh, Jenga. Jenga was fun. Jenga's good. That's another like PTSD. Yeah. Gives you PTSD a little yeah. bit. Um. Let's see. What other What other games? I don't Apple, know. Apples to apples. Apples to apples. That's that was to go one. Cards against humanity. I, I feel like that one's a little bit of a newer one that's come into the limelight. Well, that yeah, that I mean, it's been around for a while, but yeah, I guess it's a little more recent compared to like Monopoly and uh, yeah. I mean, like compared to chess, like twelve twelve hundred yeah, is when it came true. out, and checkers came out three thousand BC apparently. <laughs> like <laughs> three thousand BC, Jesus. Yeah. All right. Well, that's good. Good list. Good list. That was nice. I think you. I think you got me beat there, though. You got you got some pretty uh, pretty good ones. Chess, uh, Clue. I'll, I went with Scrabble. a little bit more classic games. Um, yeah. But yeah, and then we'll uh, see. We'll see how the audience how the audience uh, fares with it. Cool. All right, let's do some uh, college football <laughs> real quick. The SEC media days, literally just there to because we're bored. We yep. need that fixed. It's uh, it's it's literally just just to help with the withdrawals. Yeah, it's it, it. You're right. It, it really is the most pointless part of like a college football uh, season or off season. But at the same time, it's just it's so awesome. It gets you in the mood, and it, they'll the media will hype up anything and everything. This is how bored we are. In the SEC media days, we use we 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 get <laughs> we calculate how many times, or we count up how many times. Coaches say certain words. So one one list I saw is most uses of the word excited. Excited. Yes. So at the top we have um, Frank Beamer. Okay. Jeff Fisher or Jimbo Fisher. I'm sorry. With 15 each. Josh Heupel was number was at number three with 10. Our boy Brian Kelly only used seven. That was in the middle. At the bottom down there we have Nick Saban, Marcus Smart, or uh, I'm sorry, Kirby Smart and Billy Napier. Marcus or Kirby Smart and Nick Saban both had one. They used one. Okay, excited. excited once. They're not very excited. And Billy Napier used it twice. Okay, that was one of them. Then they have the open it sta- opening statement word counts. Okay, the opening statement word counts. Um, weird because the two who said excited the least are two of the top. Kirby Smart is up there at the top with twenty six hundred and forty eight. Nick Saban's down there at number four with eighteen hundred fifty three. Our boy Brian Kelly used the least at 650 words. Man of uh, 
man of little words. Less talking, more on the field. That's what I like. I like from my coach. I want to see the results on the field. He's all about the play. He's not about the talk. No, he's not going to give away his stuff. You know, Talk uh, is cheap. On the offseason and Fuck, media no. days. He no. knows better than that. Um, surprisingly enough, Lane Kiffin comes in in the middle of the pack at 1494. I'm disappointed. I was hoping he would be number one. And I'm also surprised at how many words Nick Saban used. Yeah, that's that's very true. He's getting uh, talkative in his old age. But anyways, so yeah, that was SEC media days. That's uh, It's just showing you how bored we are without football. Um, two things I had, Joe. Why is Har- why is Jim Harbaugh getting suspended for the uh, recruiting investigation? Recruiting investigations, which doesn't make sense now that we have NIL and everything's off the table at this point. Was so what I'm thinking. You know how he he like sleeps over at recruits' house sometimes. Yeah. Maybe he pushed that a little too far. Maybe he's being too weird. He's you know? too weird. Okay, so like instead of just sleeping over at the recruits' house, he probably slept in their room. Yeah. Maybe tried to cuddle up in bed with them. That's when you're crossing the line. Maybe that's what he did. Yeah. He's probably like, oh, did I give him money, too much money in the NIL deal? And they're like, no, you're just being weird with the recruiting yeah, process. Yeah, stop, stop being so fucking weird, dude. Yeah. Weirdo. Probably, he, they were probably trying on khakis together. Yes. You know? Maybe, like, just going and looking at headphone speakers together. Like, it's, it probably took him to, like, a, a candlelit dinner. Like, just... Uh, just Tone it back a little bit, Jim Harbaugh. Tone it back just a tiny bit. Yeah. But it's looking like it's going to be four games. Um, I don't know what Michigan's schedule is like the first four games, but I'm sure they'll be fine. Um, and last but not least, apparently Lane Kiffin hates the NIL. Which is like the last person you would think that would hate the NIL. That's why I think it's a front. It's That's why I think it's a front. I don't think he – I think he low-key loves the NIL, but he doesn't want the spotlight on him. He wants to do some shady shit with the NIL deals. Okay. So he's going to say he hates it. Yeah. But, yeah, Lane Kiffin just oozes NIL. Or he's just trolling us. He, I mean, that pro- that is the biggest troll coach of the college football world. I mean, I, I'm, I'm sure the coaches get bored in the offseason. Yeah. Like, you can only watch so much film. You can only prepare so much. Yeah. He's probably like, how? What can I do? How can I get say something that the media is just gonna gobble up, and um, like how? No matter how ridiculous it is, because I've benefited from nil and transfer, you know, you know portal right. this entire time. Yeah, exactly. So it, it's it's just you know it's, again these little things that are just getting us through to football. Exactly. So little things in life. But you got anything else? Um, going back to the SEC media days. Um, I thought it was kind of funny. Um, Kirby Smart is in full cocky mode. He oh, is in full is he? cocky mode. Good deal. So he celebrated Julymus. What? Julymus. It's uh, Chris- Christmas in July. Okay. Because he's always always expected to be working during Christmas time. And he's expecting to be working during this Christmas year again. Which means he's in the off season. Which means he's in the playoffs, preparing for the playoffs, and which means they're really good. Or he could be in a bowl game. I, I the thing is, is you still celebrate. If it's a bowl game, you're not putting that much effort into it. You're not going to skip Christmas for a bowl game. You're going to skip skip Christmas for a playoffs for sure. Because I mean, you got to study your team and you got to study the uh, the your next opponent and the next opponent after that. So it makes sense to skip Christmas during the playoffs. I'm just saying. He came across as cocky during the SEC media days. That was one example of it. Uh, celebrating Julymus. Oh, how the mighty will fall. It's okay. 
I don't think uh, Georgia's going to be good because just because they have just so many fucking NFL ready players yeah. that it's just going to be they they're going to win just be just because of how talented they are. But I think they might slip up here this year. I mean, it's like a, it's like it's the Alabama effect. Everybody's looking at you. Everybody's pointing to you on their schedule now. Yeah, like it, every single week is going to be a challenge because they're all focused on you. Yep. So we'll see if he can. We'll see if he can handle it. He is uh, getting a little cocky there. So yeah, maybe is we he need a little, cocky. Bring him down to our everybody else's level here. You know, humble him a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, I I think that he hasn't discovered that effect of it like Nick Saban has in the past. So. We'll see. It'll be fun. I'm. I can't wait for football. I need football. We got the Hall of Fame game coming up soon, so it's almost here. Almost here. We're we're almost there. Just keep on chugging. Uh, but anyways, you got anything else? That's about it. All right. We will see y'all next week. Love y'all. Later. <laughs>